Back out. Brunson tries again. Puts it in. Jalen Brunson lighting it up. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Hoops and Cards. The NBA season is over. It's a thing of the past. Let's talk about it in review today. Let's talk about Prism Drops, the most popular, coveted, awaited release of this Paolo Banquero rookie season. Drops today. A lot of you are in on breaks. Shag Sports Cards, shout out. I might buy one of yours on eBay. But today we want to talk to you guys for a bit about, did I already say... I'm Gary and your host, and we have not been here uh, with you these last few days uh, on our own little roller coaster over here. We got uh, three teenagers we're trying to raise and a basketball, sorry, baseball season that started up. But uh, but yeah, I have uh, been tracking with the NBA, like many of you following, buying, selling, looking at cards, uh, considering exit strategies as the NBA season is done especially if you are a team that's not in the playoffs like those markets oh Dallas what happened to you yeah we could talk I could talk all day and I have been listening to a lot of NBA podcasts and things but today I want to talk to you about the play in uh the postseason you know looking at the awards that are about to come out for certain players in the league and how that might affect their card markets the play in pops that start today Tonight, friends, hey, it's Tuesday. Tonight, we've got a slate of 7v8, the 7 seed versus the 8. The winner goes in as the 7 seed and will face Memphis or Boston. We'll either surf or ski. Oh, wait, that doesn't apply. Uh, but they'll face one of those teams. And so the Lakers and Minnesota, the Lakers and the T-Wolves going to go at it today. And then also tonight, the Hawks and the Heat, Atlanta, Miami. I want to talk about those teams as well. But let, let's wrap up the NBA regular season. And uh, and real quick, if you've listened to our podcast the last three or four, I mean, we've talked about the most valuable player debate. We've talked about does this impact cards or not? I, I You know, especially because we're talking about three players that are that are finalists that are you know, already awesome in everybody's minds. They know how good the Joker is. We know how good Joel Embiid is. And we know Giannis is awesome. And he doesn't have to beg for awards, like he told us. By the way, Giannis, nice job of passively, aggressively begging for the award. Like, look at me, baby. I've been the MVP the last five years, but I'm not going to beg for an award. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to campaign. I'm not going to tell you that I'm deserving. Like, okay, buddy. I love his personality. It's it's funny, but it's ironic when a guy says, I'm not going to beg. Yeah. All right. My most valuable player of this NBA season, and this will probably shock you all because I've been on his case for a while. I've been on his case for a while because in previous years, he complained about not getting the award. He campaigned for the award. He didn't step up in big moments and, and do that enough to stand out against the guys who did win. And the guys who did win, let me say my runner-ups, Giannis, oh, deserving, sure, good numbers, great season. Milwaukee is the one seed. Like, of course Giannis deserves to be in that conversation. The Joker, absolutely, my man. The Joker, 
triple doubles. We know the story, two MVPs in a row about, about six weeks ago. If everybody had said, who's your MVP, we all would have said, Nikola Jokic is the man. We'll figure it out later. Like he, but here's the deal. Um, Joel Embiid this season averaged 33 points a game, won the scoring title, won a lot of big games against other teams, put up some enormous performances against Denver, against Boston, against Milwaukee. And this season, it's not like the Joker played 10, 15 more games than he did. This season, it's not like Giannis did it for the first time and played a dozen more games than Joel did. They all load managed. They all had their nicks and bumps and injuries. I said nicks. <laughs> they all had their stuff, right? They all had their battles. We all got our bat. You got your junk sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Joel Embiid, this is your moment, baby. You are the most valuable player. Hoops and cards. I, 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 it's funny. Like I, I don't love what he does. I don't love watching his game, but I have to admire it. Now, here is one of the things that stood out to me. This year, he's carried the team. It's not like he's had the consistent James Harden dominant MVP performing, you know, get get him nine assists a game, like good job, James, but he was not all star like all-star starter caliber. Maxi played fantastic when he was in there. Fantastic. Maxi, oh, it was so fantastic. He did play well, but he missed a ton of time. So Joel carried the team. Joel was most valuable. Joel is the reason why the Sixers are scary. I don't know why they're not getting more love from the predictors that are like, ooh, it's Milwaukee and Boston. It's Milwaukee and Boston. I'll give you that it's Milwaukee. But when you get to Boston and Philly, don't tell me that it's not like flipping a coin close because this is a different Sixers team. They now have DeAnthony Melton, who is 3 and D, one of the best in the league at that. They now have P.J. Tucker. They now have... Paul Reed that can contribute and shake Milton off the bench. They now have George Niang, who is like the Quentin Grimes of the Sixers. And they also have a more experienced Maxi, a more chip on his shoulder. Let's prove it to the world. James Harden, come on. Not rooting for the Sixers, but I do think they have as good a case as Boston or Cleveland or anybody of giving Milwaukee a challenge. So, Joel, you are the MVP. What does this do for Joel Embiid's cards? I think it makes him a more solid Long-term buy and hold if you're into that. But he's a center. We've already known he's awesome. We've already known he's a great player. This just kind of cements his uh, track record as one of the best players of his generation and maybe one of the best centers of all time. That's what we're looking at as his career progresses. Same thing for Joker, right? Same thing for Giannis. Three of the best. And we get to watch them duke it out for the MVP Year after year, it seems. My short list of guys who deserved consideration does include the Joker, Giannis. It includes Luka Doncic, although that team fizzled and he fizzled in these last few weeks. It does include Jason Tatum, although, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess at times Jason Tatum's legacy is going to suffer because he's got a superstar next to him. Like, Jalen Brown is a superstar. He's an incredible player. We're going to all see that in prime time yet again. He's incredible, guys. That would be one of my playoff buys, by the way. Like, buy now and sell in three weeks. Jalen Brown, still underrated? Are you kidding me? Okay, but Ja Morant, uh, excuse me, not Ja Morant. Ja, ja was not on the list of close fun. Donovan Mitchell and Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Those are the other two guys that I'm like, huh. And people can talk about the Kings and Sabonis. You can talk about how great Julius Randle was down the stretch. But the MVP list 
Kevin Durant, blah, blah, blah. Like you can talk about players, the players, but you got to talk about the way Donovan Mitchell has carried the Cavaliers this season in a year of uh, uh, change, but them stepping up. And that trade has worked out so well for the Cavs and for Utah, if you ask me. Uh, but Shea Gilgis-Alexander having a, well, just finishing a full season of playing 30-plus minutes a game, but an all-star, and uh, he deserves some conversation for MVP. Now, let me get to, does this affect their cards? You could say the same for Rookie of the Year, Paolo Bancaro. You could say the same for Sixth Man of the Year. I think it's Emmanuel Quickly, most improved. I think it's Laurie Markkinen uh, or Jalen Brunson. What What are the players whose card markets might benefit from these awards. Uh, Paolo, name recognition, sure. Benedict Matherin, if people now realize he was the runner-up, okay. But, um, you know, I, I don't know that the MVP conversation affects any of that. I think it just should draw your attention to this. As a lot of us look at current players and project, like, how their careers might stack or, or what what MVPs or titles might be in front of them, you need to realize that the three players we're looking at right now, Giannis, Joel Embiid and the Joker, their rookies are fewer and far between. They're scarce. Their graded pop counts are lower than all of the other more recent, right? All of the other Luca, Trey Young, Ja Morant, the big names, even Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Anthony Edwards, all those guys that were printed, that their cards are, I take them, all those cards that were printed from 2017 until now, there's a lot more of those cards. There's fewer Joel Embiid, PSA 10s. There's fewer Nikola Jokic, PSA 10s. Even the Donruss-rated rookies and the rookies, that little subset. I like the Donruss subsets. You know me. You know me. I keep it simple. I got to give you the, the expensive versions of buying their, you know, graded, numbered rookies, PSA 10s, la, 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 la. Like, those are really expensive. But you could, I mean, you could technically say, all right, I'm going to go out there and if I can find some cheap PSA 9 rated rookies of the Joker and Embiid and offer an off-season price for those, you'll be glad you did. Uh, I did make a list for us as basketball card investors. Like uh, six, I got six players who I'd say, man, those guys, those guys rose in the card market. Does it go like this? They they rose. They resurrected. No, they 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 came to life as card investments worth considering. And just a quick short list before we take a break and then look at the play-in and the prisms, the prisms that are about to drop today all over YouTube and eBay and breakers and dang emergence and instant impacts and rookie signatures, all those things you've been waiting for. Red cracked ice. <laughs> I am talking about Laurie Markkinen, Jalen Brunson, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Mikel Bridges, De'Aaron Fox, and Anthony Edwards. I think we all knew Anthony Edwards' name and that he had next step to superstardom. Anthony, you are on notice. Tonight is your night, buddy. I don't care if the T-Wolves win or not. What I care is, Ant, you got to drop, drop at least 30 on LeBron and the Lakers in primetime. You've got to do this, okay? Um, not because my card investments are riding on it, but because you're, his whole card market and the franchise is counting on this kid, right? When Gobert has a meltdown, I don't know what else you call it. Like he, he erupts in the Mount Gobert. And then you've got like, D, um, what's his name? Cat can't stay healthy. Jaden McDaniels is punching walls. Um, like literally, like this is Anthony Edwards's team, baby. Like step up. 
tonight. And if you don't beat the Lakers, okay. But I think there's a chance this kid takes over the game and shows the world who he is. If you had to say Lakers and T-Wolves, who's the best, like most explosive scorer between these two teams tonight? Yeah, it's, it's LeBron if he wants to be. He's rested. But I think it's going to be Anthony Edwards, and we got a lot to see from this guy. So he's one of the risers. De'Aaron Fox, guys, uh, this is your moment. Have you got De'Aaron Foxes that you bought during this season? I would say list some, put them up for sale. Uh, put them up for a buy it now on eBay or wherever it is at a price that's on the higher end of comps and just see what D does in the next week. Just see if those things sell and you've made money. Or you might say, you know what? This series against the Warriors could go six, could go seven. A lot of big games. De'Aaron Fox against Stephen Curry. A lot of pop, you know, culture taking notice of who De'Aaron Fox is. I like what he's done in arriving. Mikkel Bridges, did you know Brooklyn's still in the playoffs? They got rid of Kyrie Irving. They got rid of Kevin Durant. KDZ Foshizi with all of his... All those weird colored tops rookies. There's an orange Durant, a black Durant, a white Durant. Who cares? They're all cheap right now. I don't, I don't know how long we'll let those sit, but Mikel Bridges is a stud, a stud. And he gets to prove it for the next few games against the 76ers and Joel Embiid. They'll probably just sick D'Anthony Melton on him, you know, and he'll still drop 30 a night. Mikel Bridges is awesome. And uh, he's another player I would say keep a close watch on uh, maybe as an offseason by Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Jalen Brunson, Laurie Markkinen. I think all those guys, it's not just a one-year wonder. I think they are on their way up for their future, their careers, their card markets. All that stuff is on the rise, and it's exciting to see. I don't know what to say to you all about Trey Young. I think that's part of the conversation we get to after this break. So let's take one, and I'll be back after this. I believe that uh, the best player in the world is uh, Steph Curry. It's still, still the next player. Yeah, he said what? Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. He said that you're the best. Oh, oh I was like, thought you were making that up. No, no. <laughs> no, no. No, he didn't. I guess they had their media day, too, and then he uh, offered you, that. Got you, got you. Well, I don't know. What was the question? Now, guys, it is time to talk about Prism. This is usually the most popular release every season of basketball cards. For you 101 people, this would be the one where you're like, what's the what's the card that's like not too high end, you know, not too elite that you can still get it in retail? What's the card that's also not the super cheap NBA hoops paper that whoops, I dropped it on the floor and I don't care, you know, like what? Prism is the most popular, the most resellable, the most searched for on eBay. If you're talking about rookie cards of Ja Morant, Jason Tatum, LaMelo Ball, LaMelo Ball, Cade Cunningham. And this year, the Prism rookies, you better give me some Austin Reeves. You better give me some of that, that Paolo Bancaro, Benedict Matherin. If you're going into breaks, you can always buy your spot into breaks by getting in certain discords and while i'm while i'm at it like guys i would love for you to join the hoops and cards discord why haven't you it's time to get in on the discord get in on the conversations with us about cards and players and 
we have we have celebrities in our midst too in this discord we've got all the guys from hobby time with dirk nashty you guys did an awesome episode by the way cards i would save if the house caught on fire <laughs> like thank you so much uh all of you keith john nathaniel that's a great job on that podcast hobby time with dirk nashty but guys jump into our discord message me i'm gary at hoops and cards on instagram or email you know some of us still do email a lot of us still do email get with the pro like that's what business adults do but if you're like dude i'm a this is a card collector podcast don't tell me about adulting or businessing like just just tell me that prism's going to come out it's going to be awesome and breaks you know what those bids if you can buy specific teams yeah i'm going to want to look for oklahoma city because of jalen williams and chet holmgren i'm going to want to look for the pacers getting a deal on those andrew nemhard and benedict matherins the rookies still always stand out yes you'll have great teams that sell for high like the lakers because you get lebron or the warriors because you get steph and you know all those all those superstar players but the teams with the rookies Sacramento with Keegan Murray, Detroit with Jaden Ivey, Houston with Jabari Smith Jr., and of course, Orlando with Paolo Banquero. Like, you're going to want to get some of those rookies. And as I say with every new release, but I would say with this, it's specific every year, right? Unless you're doing it for fun and getting breaks, unless you want to buy early and send off to PSA to grade or SGC. I always want to say SGA because Shea Gill just... But like, seriously... Uh, Prism's going to be expensive for about the next four weeks. Buying individual cards on eBay, buying boxes, buying retail, that's all going to be expensive for the next three, four, five weeks because it's the shiny new toy. I personally don't like to overpay for the shiny new toy. I would wait. I'm going to wait on most of these cards. If I'm looking to invest or collect any of them, I'm going to wait until dollar boxes in August, baby. Dollar boxes in September, October, November of Rookies that people don't realize how good they are. Player cards that I like to collect. So that's where I'm getting my Garlands and Maxis and LeBrons and Chris Middletons. I'm getting all the cards of guys I just want to collect later on when they're in the 25 cent or 50 cent box. But right now would be the time if you want to get in a break and you're feeling risky, you're feeling like doing something uh, to celebrate the release of Prism. It is like a, a basketball card guy's holiday, really, the Prism debut uh, each year and and you know uh, we've been in previous years with COVID and whatever where it's been it's been postponed and postponed oh it'll be out next week oh, it'll be out next month it'll be out like by the time it was out these guys already finished their rookie seasons and you're like dude oh I guess that's what's happening right now the day after Paolo's rookie season ends come on Panini do better they're going to right they got they have to get, get us some rookie cards that are worth having during or before the season like we did for the previous 70 years of this hobby. All right. Anyhow, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. I'm going to wait till August and get my deals. But uh, Prism comes out. So celebrate it. Get in a break. Watch Pac-Man. Watch some of these other latent cards that open it up and they show you a preview. I always go to cardboardconnection.com. It gives me a rundown of that set's checklist or the key autograph cards or pictures of what those different inserts and colorways look like. Gary, colorway is a shoe. You need to say parallel. Okay, parallel. Done. Parallel. Got it. All right, let me talk to you about now the play-in games. Tonight and tomorrow. Why am I doing this? Because some of us are short-term flipping with some of these players, and this is now you know one of the best things about the end of the NBA season. I just... <laughs> 
I just have a moment. Load management is over. Unless your name is Rudy or Jaden, load management is over. There is no chance of Hawks fans tuning in tonight and seeing, oh, DeJounte and Trey are out again. Oh, Jimmy Butler and Bam are sitting tonight. Oh, load management for LeBron and AD. Like, I'm so glad. I'm so done with load management. Like, I get it. You guys want to be fresh and rested for tonight, for this time of year. So tonight's play-in games, let's talk about the Hawks and the Heat. The Hawks and the Heat, the seven and eight game, two teams that, I'll just be honest, like I haven't watched a lot of this season. I feel like we've seen what they can do. We know how clutch these players, these scorers that they have can be in April and in May. We know that the Hawks and the Heat have made deep playoff runs. Remember Miami in the bubble? Seems like a, a former world. But Jimmy Butler can turn it on anytime he wants. Jimmy Butler is the complete player. He's still playing at an elite level. I had him on my short list of players for all NBA this season. I don't think he made that cut, but he's really close. Trey Young, dude, that guy is a problem. And maybe tonight is the night where Atlanta puts it all together. Uh, but it's it's hard, man. It's hard to it's hard to say how can these teams that looked so what's the word, confused, average, uh, inconsistent. What, what are the odds that DeJounte and Trey just put it all together against a tough, defensive, deep three-point shooting team with Tyler, Hero, Bam, Adebayo? Yeah, yeah, they've got a bunch of guys we barely know. Uh, Max Struess is always in the mix. You've got, you know, I, st- I get, I can start naming Miami Heat players, and then I don't know who I'm talking about. They have a lot of guys that 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 float in and out of their lineups. You can talk about Caleb Martin. Udonis Haslam even got to play the, the couple of days ago. But we're looking at Jimmy Butler, and sometimes in the NBA playoffs, it's the team that has the best player that wins. It's the team that has the guy that can take over a game when there are those pressure moments in the fourth quarter. And the reason I don't like the Hawks tonight isn't that Trey isn't capable of that. It's that Trey has not been shooting the rock very well. Trey does not have, he has not had a good season percentage-wise from downtown or anywhere else. Volume shooter, volume scorer. It's their first time at this. Be real. I'm not going to edit that part. That was me hiccuping. Maybe that was Trey Young's curse. Don't talk negative about the Hawks, Gare. Come on, Gare. Talk positive about Onyeka and how well he's played. Talk about DeAndre Hunter and his potential. Tell him how, how athletic A.J. Griffin is. Guys, I think the, the, the Jimmy Butlers win tonight, and they go in as the seventh seed and face Boston. And I don't think the card market cares at all. I think Miami Heat fans care. I think that'll be a fun series if Miami gets to face Boston. Uh, but it's going to be a short go around for either of these teams. Now, is there is there a chance that Trey drops 50 and his card market spikes tonight? Sure. Sure. He's like, see, I'm going to show that Hoops and Cards podcast how stupid they are. <laughs> Trey Young, 10 of 10 from downtown. I don't think it's going to happen. Let's go to the next game. Uh, Lakers and T-Wolves. Guys, that is that is ridiculous. The meltdown in Minnesota. The Rudy Gobert trying to punch Kyle Anderson. Trying to. I, that was that was so weak, dude. That was so, so weak and a bad look. You are the guy that they traded their future for. 
And uh, it's the day before the play-in in a game that you should have won and did win anyway. Like, I don't know. The T-Wolves are a mess. And, and at the same time, the Lakers aren't all that. The Lakers are going to struggle with Anthony Edwards and Carl Anthony Towns. Let's, let's, let's be honest about this. The Lakers don't have anybody that's going to guard Anthony uh, Edwards tonight. They, they, I don't want to say they have no chance because Michael Beasley can be a frustration and Dennis Schroeder and Austin Reeves and D'Angelo Russell. But Mike Conley, Anthony Edwards... Carl Anthony Towns, but a team without Nas Reed and Rudy Gobert and Jaden McDaniels. They don't get it done. They don't. But this is your time to watch Anthony Edwards and what kind of star is he becoming. It's also a time to say, all right, all right, LeBron is in. And uh, you're not going to see tired LeBron from here on out. You're going to see LeBron with a day or two between games, getting the rest he needs, eating his Wheaties and being ready to do whatever his team needs. They will, they will win tonight. They will get in and face the uh, who are they going to face? Memphis Grizzlies. That that could be a very interesting series. I'm not talking about those series just yet. That's for the next episode. But let me move on to. By the way, uh, yeah, the card market. I don't think it really cares unless you see a big night from Anthony Edwards and you're like, oh, buddy. But tomorrow night you've got the ten seed Chicago Bulls against the nine seed Toronto Raptors. Zach Levine has been playing extremely well the last six weeks. Uh, they've got, they've got their own version of the big three in there in Vucevic and Kobe White's been scoring. Let's just acknowledge that Kobe White has become, I mean, he, he may not be in the conversation for sixth man of the year candidate, but his, his scoring, his shooting, his running of the offense, um, not too shabby Cobes. Desunmu, they've got, they've got other players around, Zach Levine, that that could be a problem tonight. In fact, uh, as much as I love what the Raptors are and what they can do, tonight's going to be hard. It's going to be a, a tough game. I would lean towards Toronto and their card markets. Guys, you've heard me in the last few episodes just say, um, as an investor, I don't I don't get the big deal about Scotty Barnes. I'm willing to be wrong, but I'm just saying what I see. He's the fifth leading scorer on a team that's the nine seed in the East. So I've got a whole league of guys to invest in uh, and rookies to go after. The overpriced Scotty Barnes is not one of them. Toronto wins in a close one, in a dogfight tonight, and, and advances to uh, probably play the Atlanta Hawks in a couple nights. But then 10 and 9, this is actually more exciting for me because we like to look at young prospects and how they step up and how they grow. And you're going to see Oklahoma City against the New Orleans Pelicans, two teams that are stockpiled. They will be case studies on how to do it with the rebuild. The New Orleans Pelicans are loaded without Zion. They're still loaded with young guys that can score and do stuff. And I love Brandon Ingram. Love him. And he has stepped up and had MVP caliber month if you've been paying attention. So can the Pelicans not only win, but then uh, take on, you know, two nights, take on Minnesota and beat them? Yeah. Yeah. The Pelicans, Trey Murphy, it's, it's real. It, it is real. So that's a guy I mentioned, Trey Murphy, the third, that's a guy that I, I love as a prospect moving forward. Just watch what he does. Watch what he does. And uh, his, his star could rise in a series against uh, who would they be playing against? I guess they'd probably be playing against, um, oh, wow, Denver, right? Denver, Memphis, whoever. 
maybe it'd be Denver. Anyhow, Brandon Ingram could walk into that series as the most explosive scorer in that seven-game series, whatever it is. But so could Shea Gilgis-Alexander. And we could say some of the same things I said about Trey Murphy, about Jalen Williams and Josh Giddy, And and yeah, when Trey Mann's rolling with the ball, um, Oklahoma City is, is another fun young team to watch that's deep, that's talented, that's inexperienced, but they've got a just a tough, awesome young player. So tonight, uh, it's actually tomorrow night, Oklahoma City against the Pelicans. That's going to be an exciting thing to watch. I like both of those guys. Shea Gildas-Alexander, by the way. Um, you know, it's not always the way a guy performs. It's also the others around him in the league, the other guys in his same age range or the same. But I think Shea Gildas-Alexander could benefit from not only his resurgence or his ascending to being a 30-plus point-a-game scorer in his fourth or fifth season, but also the kind of concerns we've got about Luca and John Morant and LaMelo and Cade. And there's other, there's other big name players that just aren't doing what SGA is doing. Jordan Poole, Darius Garland. Well, James Wiseman, you know, Cade. There, there are all these other big names and, and they are on the sidelines. They are going home. They are injured. They are underperforming. They are posing on Instagram with guns. Like they're, they're not being what, what the hype, what the prospecting, what the rookie chaos and excitement is about every season. They're not being what we spent money to invest in the hope of them being and becoming. Shea Gilgis is... And if he wins tomorrow night, if they get into the playoffs and have a series of SGA and that team that can fly around and hit threes and defend with anybody and plays, plays hungry. They're hungry. Okay. See, so thunder, I don't don't even have a prediction for that series or for that game tomorrow night. I think it's just going to be fun to watch. Pelicans do have home court and uh, yeah, guys, this is the play in. Do I see the value of investing and flipping in the next day or two? I'm not doing it, but there are guys out there that, that we should keep our eyes on. You know, there have been times where playoff moments happen for Terrence Mann and his cards just go crazy that night. You can watch out for a player that, that has one or two humongous games and be that person that you, you either have that card to sell and you said, you know what, I'm going to list my Trey Murphys right now because when he drops 35 tomorrow night, I want to make some money. That's what, that's what we do. Or if you say, okay, I'm going to watch that game and make a mental note of, okay, here's Trey Murphy. Where is he going to be in three to five years? Or here's, let me pick a guy on the Thunder, Josh Gideon, where he's going to be in three to five years. And you say, all right, I'm going to make a mental note of this or put it in my calendar alerts for November 18th and say, that is the time to buy Josh Giddy. That's the time to buy players that people will have forgotten way into the off season and Brandon Ingram's market is dirt cheap again. Right? So either you're buying and flipping this week, listing cards you've already got, or you're saying, you know what? Um, I'm making a shopping list for the off season for buying season. So guys, that's all I got for you today. Play-ins and such prism pumped about that. I'll tell you how that goes. And uh, yeah, in the next episode, in a few days, we're going to talk about the playoff series. That's when it just gets just gets real. And I'm going to talk about also um, a bunch of cards that I just decided to crack. I cracked the the uh, Anthony Simon six, cracked the codes, 
But that's all we got for you today. Hope you have an awesome week and uh, hope your team wins, whoever it is. Knicks and Cavs, I, I don't even know what to do with that, but I'm glad I've got a few days to I get psyched. NBA playoff time, baby. It's here. Let's go. LeBron James. LeBron James. Bones Island into Zubox and Zubox up and in. And it's back to a 12-point lead. All right. Take care now. Bye-bye then.